The commands of the apostles. 77. Do not swear. We might try this same little test with this command as we did with the last. Do you swear? Certainly not. Profanity? Not from my mouth. The hands-off method quickly discovers as many justifications as needed to weasel out of this command. It's one of the easiest in the book to sidestep. Oh, well that's not really a swear word. It's just, well, you know, everybody says that. The mirror method looks deeper into the nature of speech itself. The mirror does not examine for loopholes, but for purity. The mirror seeks no excuses, but Christ-likeness. The only question the mirror asks about our speech habits is, if you glanced around and saw Jesus standing at your side, would you be pleased or embarrassed that he heard what just popped out of your mouth? Would you be pleased or embarrassed that he heard the words you just whispered under your breath that no one else ever heard. It is true that in speaking of oaths, Jesus was not speaking primarily of profanity, but the sealing of a word or agreement by an oath. When he speaks of swearing by heaven, Jerusalem, the temple, the altar, or even by one's head, he was condemning the use of holy things to enforce a binding pledge but the apostles are even more rigid in their condemnation of loose and careless talk. They are unequivocal. Do not swear. Do not speak guile. Let no evil, foul, loose, degrading evil talk come from your lips. Bridle your tongue. As we have stressed many times, we have to seek the heart of Jesus' intent. Here we can see that he was laying down no legalistic code about oaths. He was speaking rather about the entire nature of how we express ourselves. In particular, about employing holy things to punctuate and enforce our speech. All loose, crude, unthinking, irreverent talk, all oaths and exclamations, whether holy or vulgar, used to add color to speech or shouted in outbursts of anger, are an abomination to God's ears. Our minds have been polluted by such expletives from constant exposure. In the world, we are barraged from morning to night with filthy, degrading, coarse, lewd, and suggestive expressions. But God hates such talk. May we never cease to be shocked and appalled by it. Worst of all, however, must be the ease with which the world has accustomed itself to using God's name in vain. The use of the holy name God to punctuate careless speech has become an epidemic in our time. How shocked would be the unthinking young person to count the number of times God is sprinkled through speech as if it is no more important a word than the or and. Yet Jesus says that we will be held accountable for every careless word. Indeed, as James says, the tongue is a fire. Loose speech may seem like one of the most insignificant of sins, but in truth, 
The tongue is an open window into the soul. The words it speaks are one of the most accurate measures of what lies deep inside. Careless talk reveals careless character. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for edifying, as fits the occasion. Ephesians 4.29 Let there be no filthiness. Ephesians 5.4 Put away foul talk from your mouth. Colossians 4.8 If anyone thinks he is religious, but does not bridle his tongue, this man's religion is vain. James 1.26 From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brethren, this ought not to be so. James 3.10 Do not swear. James 5.12 let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. 1 Peter 3.10 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.